This is episode 133 on The Herpreneur Show. Today we have the premier financial freedom coach, Penelope Jane Smith. Welcome to The Herpreneur Show, where we talk women, business, life. I am your host, Annette Lakovich. I'm an entrepreneur, businesswoman, mum, and I'm a fitness fanatic who loves to dance. What I also love to do is help you reach your fullest potential in business, health, and happiness. Join me as I bring you life-changing interviews, world-class education that helps you continue to up-level your next stage in greatness. It's your time to shine. Let's do it. Words cannot express how much I love doing interviews for women around finances, wealth, and growing your money. It just sets me alive to realize how much we have been sheltered when we're young and how accessible this information is for us now to really, really grow it. Now, if you find that you're a person that's always good at making money, but you're also great at losing it, this interview is for you today. If you find that you're really good at making money, but you're not doing anything with it, but you know you should, this interview is definitely for you. Penelope Jane Smith is the premier financial freedom coach for women entrepreneurs. She's a go-to expert. She has lectured all around the world. She's an acclaimed international speaker, a certified trainer with over 20 years of teaching experience, and she's also the author of The Little Book of Prosperity. We have a great gift for you. Penelope James has so beautifully and graciously given all the listeners for the next month a free ticket to her three-day financial freedom event. It's valued at $495. You'll see that it actually is there for $495. Uh, She's given it to you for free through this special link. So click below to get access to that event. I know hands down after this interview, you're going to be chomping at the bit wanting to know more. Let's say no more. Let's get her on. Welcome to Financial Freedom with Penelope Jane Smith. Enjoy. I'm so excited, like geeking out about money with other women entrepreneurs. This is my favorite thing in the world, and I'm totally stoked to be here. Now, where are you and what time of the day is it? Because I know that you're not in Australia. Can you share with the ladies whereabouts you are this time of day? Yeah, I actually live in the San Francisco Bay Area. We just bought a gorgeous house in beautiful Benicia, which is Ah. um, across the bay, like kind of kitty corner from San Francisco, also across from Marin. And it's one of the most diverse uh, cities in California. And it also has the most parks per capita of any city in the area. So it's a really wonderful place to live. It sounds beautiful. Even the name, Benicia. Is that what it is? Benicia. Oh, gosh, that just sounds gorgeous. I'm going to go uh, uh, Google that afterwards. Now, Penelope, you help thousands of women entrepreneurs. You were traveling pre-COVID. You've spoken on the stages for, what, over 20 years. Now, because COVID happened, now you've got your online stuff happening. Um, I would like to go back because you have an incredible journey to what got you to here today. There's going to be women here maybe struggling financially. There's going to be women here that have lost things in their life, property, partners, whatever it might be in their life. That's brought them to either you know, um, the fork in the road of which way to go, what to do, maybe giving up hope, or some of us might be killing it 
And we're like, what do we do next? How do we monetize this? So this is a conversation we're going to have today, ladies. Penelope, can you please start with your story? I know there's a story with you that has quite a dramatic um, process to it that we can all learn from. Um, Can you go back to that for us to start with? Yes. And I just, I have to say that this is it's a vulnerable story. It's a lot, a lot of painful mistakes, but on the other hand, like, I think that we can all learn a lot from it. So yes, I will share on behalf of everybody's learning. Uh, I was fortunate enough to learn about financial freedom and passive income when I was in my twenties. And so I decided that I was going to focus on real estate and business. And so in four years, I started with $10,000 of my own money and turn that into over $6 million in real estate. Holy cow. It was amazing. So I was on track to retire or be financially free by the time I was 31. And then the real estate market crashed in 2008. And that really just changed everything overnight. Mm. My perfect credit score was ruined. I lost my gorgeous home to foreclosure. I struggled and struggled. And I was like trying to make ends meet. And at the end of the day, I was forced to declare bankruptcy. So as you can imagine, I felt like a total failure and it took a long time to even be able to talk about this without just bursting into tears, right? Jeez. And can I just say to go from, did you say 10,000? Yeah. Six mil and then to lose everything. What a fall from grace that would have been. Wow. Yeah, it's it's devastating. And you know, one of my mentors at the time, he's like, "Well, at least it's not 60 million or 600 million." And I'm like, "That's a good point. I mean, it's all relative, right? <laughs> you can have money stress at any level. For me, 6 million was stressful. But uh yeah, and then right around that time, I got invited to participate in this high-level mastermind group on Necker Island, which is Richard Branson's private island in the Caribbean. And and that this was a $50,000 investment for a six day mastermind with no refunds, no payment plans. And if there was ever a time in my life to say, nope, I can't afford that. Like this would have been the time, right? I had less than a thousand dollars to my name. My credit was trashed. So it's not like I could borrow the money, but I had this strong intuitive hit that I was supposed to be there, especially when they announced that it was starting on my birthday and something just like, was like, Oh, like, this is what you need to do. And I'm like, really? What? But um, amazingly, I did it. And I'm happy to share how later, you know, if we have time and you're curious. But the point is, I'm really glad I did, because that was the beginning of turning everything around. The facilitator announced publicly that he wanted to win a Nobel Prize for single-handedly turning the economy around. And that really inspired me. Wow. I started thinking, God, what could I do to turn the economy around? And so I was meditating on this question here on this billionaire's private island. And I got an answer. I got the download. Can I share what I came up with? <laughs> yeah, please. All right. So check it out. See if, see if this makes sense to you, because this made sense to me. I noticed that each person has their own personal economy that may or may not have anything to do with the overall economy at large. So I was in the middle of losing everything. My personal economy was tanking while I was in Necker Island, but there were other people there and there were other people back home in California where I'm from that were having their best year in business ever. So I thought, you know what? If I could support enough individual women entrepreneurs to create their own personal economy of abundance, then eventually we'll hit a tipping point and the economy 
overall will shift. So instead of feeling sorry for myself, I decided to focus all my energy on supporting other women to make more money because that's something I'm really great at. I started making micro loans to women business owners in Africa, Asia, South America, because I wanted to have a positive global impact right away. And then as a byproduct, my own business tripled to where it was before the crash. Now I'm living my financial freedom for the most part, other than travel because of COVID, but I'm able to make great money doing what I love, mm-hmm. only working, you know, 25, 30 hours a week normally. Right now I'm only working maybe a, like a few hours a week just to do my client delivery calls and an occasional interview like this, because I just had a baby. Yay! Um, <laughs> Beautiful so little boy. Of, yeah, a little boy. His name's Michael. My other kid is named Gabriel. So I have Gabriel and Michael, and I love that they're named after archangels. So I get to call them my angel boys. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh. The, yeah. The point is, I get to have plenty of time to be with them. Yeah. And I was able to pay cash for my dream wedding. I mean, we had parrots at our wedding. It was so cool. I have a beautiful car. We just bought this incredible house in Benicia. And my retirement accounts are back up, you know, higher than they were before the crash. So that's why I'm so passionate about sharing this stuff with Mm -hmm. with you and your audience is because I've lived through some of people's worst nightmares financially. And hopefully I can help people avoid some of the painful and costly Mm -hmm. mistakes that I've made. Or if you're listening to this and you've faced financial challenges in your own life, then hopefully I can hope, help you like recover, rebuild, dust yourself off, you know, rise like a phoenix from the ashes. And hopefully that gives you some yeah. context where I'm coming from. So interesting. I want to touch on two points on what you've just spoken about. The first one was just putting yourself in a position to be in an environment, even though you had lost everything and instead of saying, can't afford it, somehow you said yes and you put yourself in an environment of other people that also can can afford it, are doing things, must be thinking a specific way and to then to be able to, you know, allow that idea to bubble up. Um, so I just wanted to acknowledge that because for any of you ladies, you know, what, what is the environment that you're in right now that might be holding you back or the mindset maybe that you've got that's holding you back? It's, you know, looking at that pattern because just hearing exactly what Penelope said, lost everything and then there was a 50K <laughs> paid in for opportunity to go to Necker Island um, was Richard Branson there at all? He wasn't there personally, no. no. But, you know, you still survive, surrounded yourself with incredible people. So I wanted to acknowledge that. What I'm interested to know is how long did it take to rebuild to know, okay, I am back on track? Like, what was that turnaround from zero to hero that's again? A, that's, a, that's a really good question. I think there's, there's, a spectrum of financial freedom. Like when you're making enough money to pay your bills and you can support yourself, there's freedom there. When you don't have any consumer debt, there's freedom there. Um, And then ultimately when I'm talking about financial freedom, I'm talking about when your income from your investments and your assets pays all your bills and covers your lifestyle. So you don't have Mm. to depend on 
your job, your business, the government, a partner, an adult child, or anyone else for money. So, um, okay, so I went to Necker Island uh, 2009. That gave me the download. And I believe I led my first Prosperity Summit event that same year. So in terms of like mm. being cash flow positive again and bringing in money again, um, it was less than a year. And then that the next year after that was my, my biggest year in business ever. I tripled, I tripled my best mm. in 2010. Yeah. Yeah. That, so I would say wow. like from September of 2009 and then in 2010, I, uh, you know, tripled my income in, for that mm-hmm. year. Um, so that, that really got me back on track in terms of cash flow. Yes. And then in terms of further along um, the path to financial freedom, I would say, you know, it's probably been in the last uh, couple of years that I felt more like I have enough income coming in from my assets that I have a lot mm. of time, freedom and spaciousness there. And I think it could have happened quicker, but I wasn't as focused. Like now my goal is to help women become financially free in five years or less. And I've really like refined that system, but I didn't have that system back then. So I think I could have done it faster if I knew then what I knew now. Yeah, I love that how you went over and dis- distinguished or identified what financial freedom means, because I think that's really important for us to know, you know, is it you're paying your bills and you've got a little bit left over? Is it you have to rely on anyone? And then you're saying, you know, then you've got your assets, you've got all this money here and you can do whatever you want and still be able to make money doing what you love. So while you're sitting here now doing the podcast with me or playing with your new little bubbers. <laughs> Do you know, you know that you haven't got that reliance on the cash. It's there. So can we go into a little bit about the different types of income with passive income? Because we hear um, a lot of people get into MLMs. Oh, yeah. Level marketing. And I know that it's sold as this financial freedom, financial freedom. But what they don't understand is they're actually working as a salesperson, as a marketer. Um, It's not financial freedom. It's not passive income until you really start to click over those hours and get those people signed up. So can you take us in a conversation with your expertise about the two different types of passive income? Um, How do we go about it? And, And just go into that a little bit more. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm so glad you brought that up in it because I think this is one of the, the tricky things with talking about financial freedom, because for me, one of my highest values is freedom. That's why I'm so passionate about this. And I love the term financial freedom. It's not just about retirement. I think retirement conjures these images of, okay, I'm going to be old and I'm sitting on a beach or a cruise ship or maybe in front of the TV but yeah. financial freedom is not an age, it's a number. And I think people like you and I who value freedom highly, it's like, mm. no, I just want that choice. I want those options, um, regardless of how old I am, to be able to make choices from a place of freedom and joy and what's in alignment with my heart and my passion instead of you know debt or obligation or fear, like I have to do this to pay the bills, right? Yeah. Um, so I love the term financial freedom, but unfortunately- it's been kind of commandeered by the network marketing industry, by the online courses industry uh, in particular, like, oh, make an online course. That's going to give you passive income. 
that is like one of the least passive things I can possibly <laughs> imagine. Like so much work goes into creating an online course or program. And then once you've created it, guess what? You have to sell it. That's it, not yep. passive at all. I have right? a client and she's um, got this incredible marketing agency. Like really good marketing agency. She's decided that it's too hard work now. And the the session was, she said to me, what I want to do is I want to do like an online university and then not have to worry about it. And I said, do you understand what that takes? One, to record it, then to launch it and then to continually update it and continually drive people into the funnel and keep them there. There's still a lot of work. So I love that you acknowledge that. Yeah. There is, there is a lot of work. So can online courses be a source of passive income? Yes. If you have a source of traffic yeah. that's already going, that's relatively passive for you. So for example, um, I'm in a mastermind with a bunch of different people that have YouTube channels. And some of the people have channels where they've created videos that show up in YouTube search. And so people keep seeing those videos. And some of my videos have actually gotten picked up by YouTube search as well. And so now thousands of people are seeing those I recorded the video once and it keeps going out there. So mm-hmm. if I were to link up my course to that, right, to a, a video that you keep, YouTube keeps showing and I have like a consistent amount of people buying the course, yeah. it's like I've created that marketing system once, I've created the course once and it's going like, okay, that's passive, but that's not the norm. <laughs> the norm <laughs> is people have to go and hustle and sell and market it. And most of the time they'd be better off just going and getting a high-end client and investing the money, right? Mm. And you know, invest buy, buying some asset that's going to give them passive income that way, which is another way to do it. Um, same thing with network marketing. Like you said, it's a lot of work to build it. So if you're in a network marketing company, where number one, it has to be where the compensation plan allows for you to stop working in the business and still receive income. And mm. some compensation plans do, and some compensation plans don't. So if you actually want it to be passive at some point, you need to have it be where I can stop generating and I can still receive income. So that's like definitely something you want to look into early. So the two types of passive income, the first way to create passive income is to buy assets. This is like the the goose that laid the golden eggs model of passive income. (laughs) So if you remember the goose that laid the golden eggs, you have this goose, you never want to kill the goose. The goose gives you golden eggs and you live off the golden eggs, right? So this is where you have some money and you buy an asset, whether it's real estate, stocks, crypto, vending machines, ATM machines, gold, silver, like you, you buy a thing. You can even buy like an automated business, right? And then it gives you the golden eggs either through income or growth, which you can reinvest while you're still in that growth phase, or you can then live on it once you're in the passive income financial freedom phase, right? So mm-hmm. if you want to get the golden goose model of passive income working for you, then you want to look at how can I grow a bigger golden goose, right? Yep. How do you and fatten it up? How do you fatten <laughs> it up? Yes. And how do you get it laying more golden eggs, right? You might need to like adjust your investment strategy, you know, increase your ROI and get, get your money working harder for you. So when I work with clients to become financially free in five years or less, some of them are able to become financially free in a few months because all we need to do is get their goose, laying more golden eggs, and boom, they're done. Like I had uh, one- We're on a few months? A few months? You mean few months? 
a few months. That, but that's that's if they already have a golden goose that's just kind yes. of sitting there being yeah. lazy, right? Yeah. And you're like, okay, time to lay some eggs. So you're kind of like moving some things around and adjusting investment strategy. And a lot of people are running investment strategies that are outdated, you know, worked great in the 1970s that don't work so well now. And so they're making mm. almost no money with all this risk. They're over diversified. They have huge money leaks in their portfolio and they don't even realize it. So all we have to do is plug those money leaks, simplify their strategy, and they can actually make more money with less risk, you know? And, um, you know, Sounds good, doesn't it, ladies? Are you like, okay, I, I want to sign up. And it's just, <laughs> what has she got? It's just a matter of financial education because mm, we've been taught yeah. and we've been programmed that investing is so hard and investing is so, so complicated. And it's just not true, you know? And part mm. of the reason I have a special place in my heart for women entrepreneurs is because there's an inherent gender bias in the financial planning industry, like in a lot of industries. Like, did you know, Annette, that the seat She said it, ladies. She said it. She's bringing it home. Come on. Yeah, let's do it. It is true. Did you know that the seatbelt safety testing um, in cars is based based on the average person is actually based on the average man? I have heard that and it's shocking. And it's, we are taught yeah. the signs for a male heart attack. Yes. Which is exactly. the, the left arm where the women get a pain in the back of their shoulders, below their, below their neck. Yeah. But so it's yeah. heart attack, heart medication, all kinds of medication. And so women are like literally getting sick, dying, not having yeah. enough money requirement. Um because of this inherent gender bias. And so the financial Mm. planning industry specifically, 86% of financial advisors are men, most of them are over 50. And so the typical big box financial advisor models don't take into account our longer lifespans, differences in our career paths, our financial goals. And so that means that statistically, women end up with less money at retirement, but it has to last us longer. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Because we live longer. And then as an entrepreneur, there's no ceiling on your income, but your income typically goes up and down, which means that makes traditional financial advice like really super frustrating. And you need to learn how to manage cash flow within with an income that is variable, right? And that's mm. a skill that not a lot of us have mastered. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so all that to say that that's why, you know, women entrepreneurs. So going back to buying assets adjusting your investment strategy can help you get there a lot faster is my Mm -hmm. point. Um, But even if you're just getting started, I would still get that golden goose model of buying assets working for you. Um, The American Society of Actuaries and Pension Planners did a detailed piece of research on retirement success. And what they found was 74% of what caused somebody to be able to retire successfully wasn't, uh, you know, asset ratios or, you know, what mutual funds they got. It was savings rate, meaning they put money into investments consistently over time. So mm-hmm. the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is today. So start now, 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 even if you don't already have millions of dollars in your golden yeah. goose, you can start your golden goose with a dollar or a euro or a pound yeah. or yeah. whatever currency you use just get that going, get that compound interest working for you, right? Mm, I remember um, I was earning $13 an hour and I was maybe 21. I would was always underpaid, always underpaid. And I remember learning 
to put 10% of your wage away. And so I was like, oh, gosh, like (laughs) really could barely, you know, make it to the end of the week and still have any money in my bank account, like really just living from week to week. And I thought, well, you know what, the most I could put aside was $55 a week. That was the most I could put away. So I thought I'm just going to start putting that away. So I opened up another bank account and just had that money transferring across. And that might have been when I was maybe, I don't know, 20, I'd probably say 23. Mm-hmm. Still to this date, Penelope, I've never changed that little transaction. Wow. Never, ever, ever. Because it's a reminder for me, one, that that was the first time that I made a decision to even do something that I thought I wasn't able to do. Mm-hmm. Then when I was, uh, I think probably about 26, I went had this realisation that I'd always been underpaid. I've always worked for a boss that was always tight, frugal, um, had a different mentality. And I was really into personal development by this stage. And I just did a lot of writing and uh like a light meditation where I just went through and just went through what do I want and I realized my skill set and I realized what I could be earning working for myself and not with this company who was undercharging themselves anyway out to the marketplace and that's when I had a massive change I went from earning $300 a day as a trainer to $3,000 a day as a trainer for my own business and that happened just by a decision in that moment but I say this for you guys listening is it doesn't matter where you are on on this financial freedom path there's an area where you need to start and I know that Penelope has a gift for you today and if you're feeling like, you know, I, I really need to step up, I need to start looking at this, I need to start learning the language, then um, I think this is a really good time, Penelope, if we can actually share with them about your your three-day program that you've got. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so we, we talked about the first way of creating passive income that's buying assets. We'll talk about the second way in just a moment. If you want to see what it takes for you personally to become financially free, I have an ebook called The Financial Freedom Formula. You can download that for free at financialfreedomgift.com. And if you want to do a deep dive, um, the three-day event that Annette is mentioning is my Financial Freedom 101 event. And over the three days, we'll put together all your money systems so you have all the tools and systems in place to become financially free forever. Um, That's a really, really powerful event. So we'll start off with creating your financial freedom, and then we'll help you put all the systems together. How do you manage cash flow? How do you manage your money wisely? What's your money management system? Mm -hmm. And then what is your investment strategy, right? Um, We'll put all of that together so that when you leave, you'll have your whole entrepreneurial wealth blueprint in place and all those systems to turn your business into not only a way to make money, but a vehicle for generating generational long-lasting mm. wealth and freedom sounds amazing yeah what so that, that ladies, is, yeah. oh i'm sorry tickets are on sale on my website for 497 for that i'm going to give you a special link so use this it is gift from penelope.com gift from penelope.com when you use that link that's going to allow you to bypass the 497 tuition 
and come as my guest. You just put down a $97 oh, wow. deposit, <clears throat> which you get back after the event. The only thing is we, we ask for that because we're going to mail you a workbook and workshop materials in the mail. And we don't want you to just be like, oh, yeah, let me fill out my name and email. I'll come to that and then not show because we, yeah. you know, we're investing thousands and thousands of dollars in of your betterment. Um, we want that. That's why we do the deposit, but you get it back. So it really is. You know, our gift to you. Yeah. yeah. And you know, that really just, um, it makes you show up because sometimes there's all these things out there and ladies, if you're doing any type of launches, this is just a great way to really help your clients show up, to show up what they really want. Um, when you pay, you pay attention. The beautiful thing is what Penelope is actually saying is she's actually gifting you it as, as a return as well. So that's amazing. Um, thank you. I didn't expect that surprise, but that that's awesome. What's the, what's my one or two big um, challenges, mistakes that you see that women do when it comes to money? Well, I think one of the biggest things is just always focused, always focusing on making money, right? There's this myth that if we can just make more money, if we can just mm, make more money, like yeah. one more successful event, one more lunch, one more big client, like that's going to turn everything around for us. And the thing is, there's the make money world and then there's the grow money world. And we are so focused on the make money world, but honestly, your money can work much harder for you than you can work for it. Like you said, you started putting about 50 bucks away when you're in your 20s, yeah. right? Yeah. So check this out. If you put, like, if you start when you're 25 years old, right? Oh, she's going to talk about compound interest. I'm going to go, oh, no. (laughs) And you start start just putting $50 away when you're 25, just like Mm -hmm. you were talking about. Yeah. Let's say you do that till you're 65, okay? 40 Mm years. $50 a month times 12 is $600 a year, right? You do that for 40 years, you've put in $24,000. If you get a, a decent rate of return on your money, By the time you're 65, that will have grown to over $1.5 million. So you've put in 24, Mm -hmm. but the majority of that one point over 1.5 million is your money going and working for you. Like it's hard to out earn that, like get it going for you. Right. Mm -hmm. And so there's this, this income myth that if I just made more money, but it's not the income, it's the systems. Like one of my colleagues did the most extensive study on uh, millionaires to date. And they found that of the top five professions, you know, would you think that a doctor or a teacher was more likely to become a millionaire? Wow. I would think a a doctor, Mm. you know, doctors make like 10 times as much as teachers, Mm. but teacher was one of the top five professions and doctor didn't even make the top five. So this is obviously not about the income. It's about the system. Strategy. And that's why I'm so big on money systems. And yeah. that's why you put all your systems together at that Financial Freedom 101 event that mm. I was talking about. So it's the systems and the strategy that gets you there and getting your money working for you rather than you always working so hard for it. Mm. Um, now, you, you might put some work into the second type of passive income, which is to create assets. And that's more along the line of the, the online courses, the network marketing. Those are more of like an example of potentially creating an income stream. So if the golden goose model isn't enough to get you there in five years, then you can start filling in the gaps by creating assets or creating passive or semi-passive income streams from scratch that take little or no money to set up. Mm. Um, but, but make sure it's truly passive. Like 
an online membership program could be a source of semi-passive income if you structure and market it right, or it could be a huge undertaking, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, you could do licensing, royalties, you know, certifications, YouTube channels, all those things could be more or less passive depending on how you're doing it. You know, one of my clients, she created um, a formula for a pet supplement and partnered with another company to manufacture and market it. So she, it's her intellectual property and she makes like $70,000 a month in passive income where nice. somebody else is doing all the running around marketing, yeah. delivering, producing, right? So that's an example of how to create a new passive income stream from scratch. Mm, love it. We have two different types of women that generally listen to the show. We've got the female in the startup phase, and then we've got the women in the growth phase. If you could give a piece of advice for each based on wherever you feel you would love to take that conversation or you think, I wish I knew that when I was in startup, or I wish someone told me that, or not enough people talk about this, what would it be to the startup entrepreneur you'd love to say? Yeah, I think the startup entrepreneur, um, I'll share two things, one that applies specifically to startups and one that applies to both. Mm -hmm. um, for the startup entrepreneur, I would say, I mean, you've probably heard this before, but the biggest thing I can share is to model success. Like when I realized that my life purpose was to be teaching and speaking on stages and creating courses and writing books, I, I really had no idea how to do that. So I just offered an event. I told everybody I knew I did a little 90 minute workshop, charged $10 for it. And I had nine people come and I made $90 and I was like, I'm living my dream. I was like, so excited. Right. But then I really didn't know where to go from there because I had already told everyone I knew. Right. And then I went to this workshop where the facilitators shared that they teach people how to speak on stages and lead events and create programs and courses. I'm like, Oh my God, that's exactly what I want to do. Um, I had already invested a ton of money in my education at that time. So I was like, e, do I want to sign up for another thing? But on the other hand, like this was my dream. I felt like the universe was just putting a door in front of me that I didn't even know was there. So I decided to do it. And before I was even done with the program, I led another event. This was a two-day event. And Annette, I made $52,000 in sales in two days. Yeah. And I was like, what? You're like, you that was a little bit more that. than the 90. <laughs> what was the difference? <laughs> that was, it was incredible. And so like I got mm. to model their systems, their templates, their mindsets, right? And that, so that was huge, huge, huge for me. So I think when you're in the startup phase, like don't reinvent the wheel, right? Mm -hmm. Get, get support. I mean, you've got podcasts, you got YouTube channels, you got books, and then whatever you can do in terms of hiring mentors and doing courses to help you get those um, initial systems and mindsets and communities off the ground, that's going to make a huge, huge, huge difference mm. for you. And that first year I made, you know, $220,000 in a brand new business doing my mission and my purpose in the world. Um, if I look at like what I invested for that program versus what I made, it was over like a 2000% yeah. return on investment. That's right. The return on the, yeah. Where it's, else are you going to get yeah, that, right? Yeah. So I think it's really important to invest in that mentorship, especially in the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, and then in terms of both the startup and the later on phase, one thing that I wish I'd known that I'd started earlier was really understanding how to manage cash flow. Mm -hmm. um, because as an entrepreneur whose income changes every month, 
you know, I had an event-based business where I would make $60,000 in a weekend, $500,000 in a weekend in sales. And then somehow I would sometimes run out of money and be like, why don't I have money right now? I don't understand. And this sounds very silly, um, but I just didn't realize that managing cash flow was a thing and it was a skill that I didn't have. And so I had to go learn how to do it. And so now I project my cash flow out and I can see, oh, in five months, I will have, you know, a $3,000 gap. That gives me lots of time to do something about that instead of, how come I don't have the money to pay the retreat center this weekend? You know, I'm being really vulnerable here, but like, that's the kind of yes, stuff yeah, I had to yeah, do it. In yeah. fact, there was one time, Annette, oh my God, there was one time where I was leading a fulfillment retreat for my clients and I didn't have the money for the retreat center. I sold my car to pay for the retreat. She center. makes miracles happen. Like, <laughs> like the retreat, the retreat was happening on Friday, Wednesday or Thursday. I put my car on Craigslist. I got cash for it and I went and paid the retreat center. And I'm like, oh, I will figure it wow. out my car in the future. Like it'll work out. But like, I actually that's, sold that's... my car because I just didn't know how to manage cash. Flow yeah. well. And now I do. And it's a lot more peaceful. And especially now with having a new baby, I'm like, oh, I don't, I mean, I really don't have to do anything for a long time. And between my investments and my business, you know, plenty of money's coming in and, that that's a whole different world. And that's something we really dive into deeply at Financial Freedom mm. 101. So if you want to learn a system for managing money um, and managing cash flow with an income that changes all the time, especially, then I would definitely make sure that you check out that event because that's yeah. a skill that will serve you well for the rest of your life. And it's also going to help you channel more money into investments and getting your golden goose growing and getting those golden eggs coming mm, to you faster too. Yeah. Love that. Uh, ladies, we will have the links um, there. So if you just scroll below wherever you're listening, um, uh, you'll see the link, click the link, and that will take you through to everything that Penelope has been talking about on the show today. It's interesting that you talk about that, you know, when you're going through that startup phase, the growth phase. And if you think about um, Anthony Robbins, um, model of the business life and you know you've got the birth stage and the birth stage you know you're all excited because everything's about you know the logo and the colors and the branding and and you you, you just optimistically think that the the money's just going to come flowing in and then you get into the launch stage and the startup stage and you realize, you know, that's when, you know, you, you, you're making things happen. Like you're trying to bring that cash in and you're trying to get proof of concept and you're getting stuff out there. And if your business is good enough, you then get into that stage, which is that teenage stage. And this is when you're saying like, you know, you're starting to make all this money. You're like, ah, and there's, there's two ways that you can handle that. You're either spending it or you're reinvesting it somehow. And for those people that do manage to get past that stage, um, you've got that young adult stage and the young adult stage is really, I feel like what you're talking about, which is you need the systems, you need the process, you need to be able to forecast. You, it's, it's getting that structure of everything perhaps you've missed beforehand to rebuild a new solid foundation. So then you get to that adult stage where that business can really thrive. So um, yeah, I love that you, you talked about that. And what's beautiful is I find the best teachers are the ones that have been there. 
and they've been through the struggle, but then they've been through the other side and can lead by example. So um, I want to say thank you so much for being on the show today, Penelope. Now, before we finish, I do have one question I do love to ask every list, um, every interviewee. I would love to know, and I'd love for you to share with us, what's the one thing that you would do on a very regular basis that if you were to do this physical thing, whatever it is, to move you away from your desk, it's something that involves movement or you need some meditation, just something to get you away from work but back into your body that makes you the happiest version of you, what would it be? I mean, if I'm going to do something physically to, to be happy and step away from my desk, my favorite thing to do is to take a dance break, you know, so I'll pull up a YouTube video and, um, and just like dance for a minute or five. Um, I like all about that bass. That's one of my favorite songs. I'm really sexy back. Um, yeah, those are a few of my favorites. So I have kind of like my playlist of my favorite dance songs and I'll just rock out. I love that. Well, you know, from one dancer to another, you're speaking my language. I can't think there's anything more beautiful than a woman getting back into a body with the, with music and just, you know, feeling it and just gets you out of your head into your body and, yeah, just um, lifts your vibration, right? Just makes you feel oh. so good. Uh, thank you so much for being a part of the show. Uh, can't wait to share the magic and um, be on this journey with you and, and see what else we can do together. It's been great. Thanks, Annette. This was awesome. Thanks for having me. You're listening to The Herpreneur Show. I hope you received the inspirational idea, thought, or message that you're meant to hear today. If you love the show, it means a bunch to me sending me a message on Facebook or on iTunes to rate and review the show and subscribe so you're the first to know when the next show's released. Until then, make sure you do something that fills up your level of happiness, something that lifts your vibration so high that you're the happiest person that you know. I'm out.